0: Welcome to All Things Alt Tech, where we talk about the emerging digital ecosystem and how the online world is changing by the week. If you want to hear about next generation platforms and browsers, get the latest on privacy and online free speech issues, or just general banter on the creepy online media industry, this one's for you. So strap in, grab a drink, sit back and enjoy. If you want to support the podcast, visit nyman.media slash podcast. That's NYMAN.media slash podcast. If you want to ask a question or submit a story, email me at podcast at Nyman dot media. All right, welcome to the podcast. Um, today we're going to talk about the Brave browser. Now what is that? So basically Brave is is a free and it's an open source web browser Um, and uh, it was founded by Brendan Eich and if that name rings a bell it's probably because uh, this is the guy who created the JavaScript programming language and he also co-founded the Mozilla project. So um, some serious brain power behind it straight from the get-go. so Brave is uh, is basically a browser that blocks all ads and blocks all website trackers, meaning well, you'll have a, a cleaner web experience for sure, you'll have virtually no ads um, or no third party ads, I should say, um, and there won't be any tracking scripts running um, on the websites you browse either, meaning um, s- software like Google Analytics won't be able to pick up your data um, when, when you're browsing people people's websites. Um, so it's very much a privacy-centric web browser, and uh, I would encourage anybody to to use Brave browser. It's a it's a very fast, very clean experience, um, and um, and as I mentioned, it is very kind of privacy-focused. Um, it's based on the Chromium web browser, meaning um, all the Chrome extensions you might have would also work on on Brave browser. So really, there's not much of a reason not to use it, if you ask me. Um, also brave it's it's actually more than a browser it's more like a new ecosystem a new web ecosystem altogether because what it allows you to do is um, it allows users to earn cryptocurrency if you watch if you're willing to accept brave ads so brave does have its its own um, ad format which is more like a notification really not an outright ad you're but um, if you accept to uh, to to receive these notifications, you will earn cryptocurrency. You'll earn a BAT, or the basic attention token, as it's called. Um, So, so the reason I say it's a bit of a new ecosystem is because, well, not only can you earn BAT by accepting Brave Ads in the browser, um, but you can also tip content creators with this cryptocurrency. So that's why I say it's, it's kind of like a new, a new ecosystem altogether. And that's what I think is is quite promising and fascinating about about Brave. <clears throat> the other big thing to point out about the Brave ads, though, is that um, they do not target users by, you know, siphoning off all your data and sending it up to the cloud and doing some number crunching behind the scenes. No, what they do is... Um, it does use your browsing history when it matches ads to, to every user, but uh, it doesn't send anything to the cloud at all. So the ac- actual ad matching happens on your device. So none of your browsing behavior is sent anywhere. It's, it's kept in your device. Um, so we'll see how well this performs, how how efficient, how accurate the ad matching is. Um, that, that's, we, we've yet to kind of see the, the true results of that. But um, I think most people would like um, this mechanism, like this secure private, privacy-centric mechanism. Um, also, I, I'll mention that I'm actually part of the pilot program as an advertiser. Um, and just as a, a little experiment, um, I decided to run Brave ads to promote my own site. And in fact, if you're listening to this podcast, you may have found it through my Brave campaign. Um and I'll mention that the results I've seen so far from the campaign, and I am a, a digital marketer um, by profession, and I've been so for many, many years. And I'll say say one thing about the results. They are extremely promising. So um, the short of it is I'm paying something like 3 cents per click to generate um, traffic to my site, my site. And if you know anything about online advertising, you'll know that that is insanely low. That is very, very low. It's cheaper than display or search or... Um, social or, or anything like that. Um, I'll also mention that the engagement has been very good from this traffic. So, you know, I, I only did this as a small experiment, just to spend a few hundred bucks to see, you know, see, well, to get some some first hand data, basically, as to is this is this uh, feasible at all as an advertising channel? And the engagement has been really good. In other words, people have been sending me emails and stuff right off the bat of this campaign. No pun intended. And um, uh, and that's obviously something you don't really see. So let's say you run a, ca- a Google campaign or a social campaign. People are not gonna e- email you saying, "Hey, I saw your ad. It, it seems like a pr- pretty cool thing you got going here, and I just wanted to mention that." Um, you know, keep it up, basically. Well, that that doesn't really happen. So, so obviously, it's a the reason why I think engagement is so good is because the pool is so shallow, and it's basically the first you know x x amount of true fans that are are. You know, or uh, the uh, the first few brave aficionados that are very keen to, to get the ads and they'll click on anything, of course, and, um, and they just want to kind of, you know, see how it all feels and works. Um, so I don't know just how well it's going to scale. Um, and, you know, yes, paying that little to generate traffic is very promising, but, you know, it's a pretty small pool of users still. And... Um, and if and when other advertisers swarm to this thing this uh... this little pocket of efficiency will kind of saturate very quickly and and you might you might get some similar costs to to other advertising channels um, but i'll mention it again it is promising and and it is um, uh, it, it is something that will i will be rolling out if possible to to more of my clients as well Um uh, so I'll mention just a couple of things about the about the system itself. I mean, the interface is very very kind of bare bones. Um, it doesn't offer any kind of you know performance tracking. In other words, it doesn't offer. Conversion tracking, um, so you can not see well what do people actually do once you know once they're on their site. You have to kind of build have your own own system for measuring that. And guess what? You can't use stuff like Google Analytics because well, people using the Brave browser they won't um, they won't be running any of these scripts. So so that's why um, it comes with a few challenges as well. The other thing is, and I don't want to get too geeky here, is that um, the Brave ads are pretty much focused around um, CPM as a billing metric, which means you're you're paying per thousand impressions. Um, so when you kind of couple the fact that there's no kind of out-of-the-box performance tracking and it's based on CPM, well, that, that makes it quite a sort of basic 1995-esque advertising solution. Um, it's it's definitely not kind of up to par with um, with with the other channels uh, um, out there, and this will have to change. They will have to start thinking more in terms of hard performance and measuring hard performance, and how they do that with you know their their privacy centered approach. That's up to them to determine. But this CPM no performance tracking uh, spiel is not going to fly with other advertisers. Um, secondly. Uh, I mentioned sort of how is this going to scale um, and uh, another big another big question here is well, uh, who actually opts into these brave ads and uh, i would I would imagine that uh, well it's first of all now it's it's obviously the earliest the early fans and people are very very excited and very clicky and very sort of inquisitive um, but people who opt into brave ads, they might do so because, well, yes, you can earn cryptocurrency, but you might not be able to earn a lot of cryptocurrency. I mean, if we're talking a few tens of dollars per year, it could be, you know, up to close to a couple hundred if you listen to some of the brave people themselves. Well, that's not all that much money for somebody who is affluent, you know, and well, the advertisers will go to where the purchasing power is, where the disposable income is, and and if it turns out that this sort of stereotypical Brave user who opts into ads is, you know, your basement-dwelling 14-year-old, nothing against them, by the way, then, well, they're not going to be the prime candidates of advertising campaigns. So we'll see. It might turn out that everybody will want to opt into the Brave ads, um, in, in which case this will be very promising for a lot of advertisers. We shall see. Um, uh, the early results are good. Um and uh, I'll I'll be putting my my clients into this one as well, even e commerce e commerce uh, players. So that should be good. Um, the other thing is I don't know longer term how they plan to pivot, how Brave Software plans to pivot on the ad format, and how it will develop. Um, as you know, Google kind of started off um, with with their very kind of straightforward, simple ads. Um, and clearly delineating them, outlining them as ads. And then down the line, just to generate more advertiser revenue, um, they kind of added a whole bunch of bells and whistles to the search ads, uh, to all ads for that matter. And it's not even clear anymore what's an what's an ad and what's an organic search result, for example. So I'd hate to see um, Brave going down this same path. Um but once they do start generating revenue, they will want to start generating more revenue. And one of the levers they have at their hand to do so would be, well, to pivot on the on the ad formats. So, um, this has been a bit of a geeky episode, probably one that you know people in the advertising or online marketing, Uh, space will like more so than others but um i like what i'm seeing um i certainly like the kind of cost metrics that you're seeing here um i think in some respects it is kind of antiquated already from the get-go when it comes to you know measuring performance measuring how uh, who these people are and so forth but we'll see how it develops we got to remember though this is very very early on this browser has not been around for very long yet it the 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 sort of audiences are growing. People are downloading it, um, of course, twenty four seven, and it is growing quickly. Um, and I'm a fan, both in terms of the bra- the browser itself, and I'm also a fan in terms of the uh, as an advertiser. <clears throat> so, lastly, if you haven't done so already, um, go and download the browser. I recommend it. You have nothing really to to lose if you're already using Chrome um, um, by by downloading it and using it. So, um, switch over if you can. Um, I'll be probably providing another update on on performance here, um, especially if I start running bigger bigger campaigns. So hope you enjoyed the episode. Speak to you later.